You are now tuned in to No One Watches Regular News, hosted by me, Kerry Bogar, and this is episode 102. How can a guy who's an image consultant, who's now become a relationship guru of sorts, how can I do that? And all you folks who are in this business, where, that's really where I'm at now. Where are your matchmakers? Where are, where are your results? Where are these people? Because... As an image consultant, I want you to come in. I want to get you square and not want you to go out and win. Mm. I don't want to keep you on the payroll for a lifetime. I'm a failure if I say it. If you need me to dress you for every gum thing, you know, um, different at a higher level. But, you know, you see what I'm saying? You're supposed to get people to the where they can move on and do something else. But we have a, a, a relationship, industrial complex as a word, that keeps people single, miserable, taking Prozac, Zoloft, drinking wine, and watching Netflix and chill movies. Mm. If women want to be equal to men, you got to get on the scale with men. This is a scale. If you want to be equal, you got to get on the scale. Women don't want to be critiqued, but men been critiqued forever. Listen to what I'm saying. Our women want to be equal to us, but don't want to be critiqued like us. Now, let me tell y'all what I mean. Kevin Samuels has made so many videos I've seen where he put niggas in check. When Kevin Samuels put a man in check, men laugh. Ha, ha, ha. I just shared one. Kevin Samuels, this was a conversation. Kevin Samuels asked the brother, he said, how tall are you? The guy said 5'9". He said, how much you weigh? The guy said 280. He said, so you a fat fucker. He asked him how much he make. The guy said $1,000 a month. Kevin Samuel said, you 5'9", a fat fucker, only make $1,000 a month. Then he asked him, do you got a big dick? The guy really said no. He said, well, what do a woman get from you? You fat, you short, you ain't got a big dick, and you broke. Now, men just laugh at that. Men don't take that video and share it and say, look what Kevin Samuels said to a black man. Listen to what I'm saying. When men get checked, or when people on social media make videos to check black men, black men don't share the video and create a narrative and say, Kevin Samuels called this guy fat, broke fucker with a little dick. He doesn't like black men. You get that? So there's been a narrative created about this brother that he only talked to women when he talked to men too. The voice you heard, uh, that was Javon Michael Clark. Uh, he's a guy that I have been following for years, man. Very smart uh, brother. He's the only guy besides Kevin Samuels that made sense. Um. Rest in peace to Kevin Samuels, a good brother gone too soon. Um, the first few years, if you go back and watch videos of Kevin Samuels, the first few years he addressed men and only men. It wasn't until he began to address women that this became an issue, a problem. Because we all know that women do not like to be judged the exact same way as men. Like Javon Michael Clark said, if you want to be judged the exact same way as men, get up on the scale and be equal to a man. If you can't do that, we're not equal. Okay. 
So when Kevin Samuels talked to men, he checked men. It was not an issue. See, men can't cry and complain about how another man checks another man. No one cried and complained and said, cancel Kevin Samuels for how he talks to black men. No, women was cheering. They liked how he talked to men. But it wasn't until he began to address women that this became, uh, this became a problem. So men are judged harsher than women. We know this. Men are judged harsher than women. Way harsher. But it's when a man judges a woman, it becomes an issue. When women judge men, it's not that big of a deal. So with that being said, if men cannot judge women the exact same way that women judge men, I think that men should get off of social media. If we cannot be productive on these platforms, we should get off. Stop the gossiping and all that shit because we see that it's bothering women. They don't like it. It's uncomfortable. They don't want to be accountable. And that's okay. If that's the case, then men should get off of social media. That's what I think. Okay? Black women think black men should defend them even when they don't want to be accountable. How, how can this work? You do not want to get on the scale and be judged the exact same way as men. And you expect men to defend you even when you do not want to be accountable. It does not make sense, right? It makes no sense. Black men accept black women, expect black women, excuse me, to complain and cry whenever their feelings get hurt. Whenever someone says something about their weight, about what they have to do, black men expect black women to cry and complain whenever they get hurt. Their feelings, they, you know, they get hurt about what someone says about them. But black men, Somehow got to join and be accountable just like you as well. It makes no sense. So with that being said, black men got to stop criticism. That's, that's what we're seeing. Black men cannot criticize and critique black women. They can't do it. They can't do it. Because the women do not want to be accountable. You can't say nothing about a woman and what she has to do because she ain't going to listen. And we've seen this over and over again. So if this is the case, then black men got to shut up and be quiet until these women begin to be accountable for how they behave and what they do. The exact same way that they expect black men to be accountable for the things we do. If you want to be equal to a man... You have to get on the scale. It's only fair that you do. Have no authority. How can a man say that you are of low value after 35? How can a man say that you do not have the level of traction of a high-powered man when that man has got to get a GoFundMe for his funeral?
Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You, you got to be in that place where you operate in the authority of God. Look at another sister around and tell him, it's not that I hate men. Come on, look at another sister and say, yeah, I do not hate men. I just despise weak men. I despise cowardice men. I just ain't got time for men who are insecure about my gift. I'm not... So well, that was uh, Pastor Jamal Bryant. Uh, it's not like Jamal Bryant has a a clean record. He has never been in any trouble. He's a good guy. You know, he was in recent news not long ago about cheating on on his wife. His wife accused him of cheating. So black pastors, man, now are the biggest hypocrites. They cater to women. We see this a lot in black churches now because the men are, are no longer the authority of the church. Now men have to cater to women and their emotions and how they feel. So Jamal Bryan, he took that moment to kind of take a shot at Kevin Samuels and him talking about if you're a woman over 35, you're unmarried, you're leftovers. And it's the truth. It's the truth, man. And people, again, they always miss the message, man. And they care more about how someone talked and what they said. So let's talk about how Kevin Samuels, what he aimed to do. And what was his overall goal? Okay. So if you watch any of his videos, Kevin Samuels wanted you to win, get the best possible outcomes, and be realistic. This is one thing he talked about a lot. It's because dating is a waste of time. Because people do not want to be realistic and practical. That's why Kevin Samuels said, look, man, dating is a waste of time. Because women do not want to be practical and realistic, not everyone can have a high-value man, a man that makes over $100,000 a year. Now, I disagree with the whole high-value thing. I think that a just because a man makes a, a lot of money does not mean he's valuable. It just depends on certain things, but that's a different story. So the issue is that people don't want to be practical. They they have unreal, unrealistic expectations about what they want from somebody and that's the problem that's why you see so many single men and women it's a huge problem so people their main issue with kevin samuels especially women is his delivery it was strong and brutal he was mean at times yes he was mean if you watch any of his videos when it began it was okay it it was going in a right direction it was only when the woman was dishonest, when she was not practical, realistic, and when she was not logical, that's when Kevin Samuels uh, pressed down the gas. And he got on the ass about it because he could see through the bullshit. And most of the time, the women that called in was calling in for attention. Let's just be honest, man. The women that called in on the Kevin Samuels show was doing that shit for attention. Because these were the same women that would not change, did not want to listen to any man. So they were set in the ways. But they called in for attention. That's what they wanted. Because they knew that they, they would not change. So they would argue with Kevin Samuels. They would disagree on purpose just to try to prove their point and make it seem like they were right, but they were not being realistic, okay? And that's the main issue. So why are people so hung up on what he said and how he said? 
and not the results he showed. He showed you the results. He got people married. People were uh, couples. No, they were engaged. No, he he had the results to prove it. It's a guy that I follow named Dennis Sperling. He met his wife through Kevin Samuels. So Kevin Samuels, he had the, the results to prove that what he was teaching was correct. It was not wrong. It was just how he said certain things that women didn't like because they were so emotional. So if it was a, another woman, the women would not have an issue in accepting this. But because it was Kevin Samuels, they didn't like it. They could not accept this man telling them that this is what they have to do. But for years, Kevin Samuels was trying to whip men into shape. He was teaching men what shoes to buy, what cologne to buy. Teaching them things that black fathers should teach their sons. And no one argued with that. It was okay. But it was only when he spoke to women that women didn't like him, man, because he was so mean and so brutal. The women that called in were the same women that he was talking about that you could not help. You can't reach these women. They didn't want to listen. So he was not worried about those kinds of women. He was concerned with, as long as he was able to reach the people that wanted help, it was okay. He, he didn't care about th those that didn't want help because he knew that they couldn't be reached. And that's how it is. When it comes to haters and people that disagree, you can't pay them any attention because it's obvious they don't like you and they're fixated on finding anything that they can bring up to, to prove why they don't like you and why other people should not like you as well. So did Kevin Samuels degrade black women? I say no. He did not degrade black women. Yet he said certain things in, in a way that was joking, um, he only did this when the women were disrespectful. And as a man, when I watched these shows and the women began to speak, I would, I would turn off the live. I couldn't watch it because it was too hard to watch how dumb some of these females are. Females with, you know, these were highly educated women. Some were. Some would get on and lie about their life. They have a child or two. Just, unre just unrealistic shit. So if Kevin Samuels degraded black women, why did they call in over and over and over again and volunteer to come on his show for advice if he hated black women and they didn't like him? Why did these women continue to, to come on his show and seek his advice? And sometimes it did not go well. They did it for attention. Okay. Kevin Samuels died, man. People made fun of him. Him him dying and people laughing about it. This is an example of why it's so hard to teach black people. It's so hard to reach certain people. Some people are just stuck in the way. They cannot get any help. They don't want to change. That's that's fine. But to make fun of him. And especially Jamal Bryant, man, I am so disappointed, man, in black preachers, man, and how they don't have any compassion. Even in this man, this man's death, he had no compassion. He would rather appeal to the women that are single, no fucking man, and tell them, you know, it's going to be okay. God got you.
but Kevin Samuel's message was just too brutal. And they're glad he's he's gone, he's dead, because I would rather this guy be gone and dead than me change. This is what these women are saying. This is what they're saying. They're so stuck in their way, they don't want to change. I would rather be happy that Kevin Samuels died. So people poke fun at him. Black people, black men and women, made fun of Kevin Samuels. I guarantee you this, if white people really didn't know much about Kevin Samuels, I hardly ever heard white men and women talk about Kevin Samuels. Black people did a lot. But if Kevin Samuels had it went mainstream, got, he got his own uh, daytime talk show and blew up, it would only be because white people took him in. See, whenever white people take in someone black and they become very famous, for example, Oprah, they become a billionaire, they become untouchable. Kevin Samuels was almost there, going mainstream. And then by then, it, it'll be too late for black women to try to cancel him. So luckily, you know, they, they feel relieved that he is dead, he's gone, because at least they don't have to be accountable and be responsible. So it proves, man, that black people are doomed, man. Especially black women, you're doomed. Because this man was just trying to teach men first, and then he taught women. Women didn't like it. But when men was being taught, when, when Kevin Samuels was checking men, it was no issue. It was only an issue when he began to address the issues with the women. It shows you that Women do not know how to communicate. They are combative. They will argue with you for no reason because they want to improve to you how they are so right and you are wrong. So Kevin Samuels, man, he is just one of many men uh, that have something to offer. It's many men on YouTube that I see on Instagram. They're doing the exact same thing that he did. They're telling the truth. Things that men have been knowing for years, but we have not been able to talk about it until now, until social media. Now you can openly vent and talk about these things. And now it's bringing men together, especially black men, and it's causing black men to want to change for the better. But in the beginning, like Javon Clark said, if you want to be equal to a man, you have to get on the scale. If we're all going to be equal, you have to get on the scale and be judged the exact same way that a man is judged. If not, then you got to shut the fuck up. So before I go, I'm married. As a married man, I can say this for a fact that stop with the unrealistic expectations. Be practical. Everyone cannot have the same kind of guy. All these women want the same kind of guy, it's not going to fucking happen. You're going to have to fucking settle for average. You're going to have to, to, to find the guy that makes 50 to 60K a year and be just okay with that. Because it's more, it's more women than men. So if it's more women than men, it's going to be women that's single. If I walk in a room and it's more, it's more women than men, right? It's eight to one. And I can only pick one woman. I pick one woman that leaves seven women that's single with no man. And that's where we're at now. Is that women want too fucking much. 
They're too materialistic. They want the nice house, the cars, the, all this bullshit. They don't matter. At the end of the day, they want too fucking much. And it's because of what we constantly see on social media, all these uh, TV shows, the Housewives of Atlanta, Love and Hip Hop. It has created a fantasy in the minds of women of what they think a man should be about and what he should be able to provide for them. And now you're going to see a bunch of women, old ass women. Like he said, if you're over 35 on the marry, you are leftovers. You're going to see a bunch of women dying alone. Because right now in America, it's a bunch of single women and men living alone. This is the trend. Kevin Samuels addressed the men. He was talking to the women saying, look, if you don't move in a way that's with urgency and trying to find a husband, you're going to die alone. And when he spoke to these women, he realized some of y'all can't be reached. So the solution is just buy a dog and die alone. It's that simple. So Kevin Samuels got popular for giving women criticism and critiquing them. They didn't like it. But he did a good job at doing what he did. He's a brother that was gone too soon. He had too much to offer and he was just about to, about to be bigger than life. And people loved it when he died because at least they don't have to be accountable for nothing. And this is the downfall of the black race. So this article uh, ties into what I've been talking about as far as Kevin Samuels. Uh, his job was to get people married, get people together. You have to be realistic, but he wanted you to win and get the best possible outcome. So this article says um, the end of marriage in America. So this is what the article says. Uh, while it may not have ended, marriage in America has unquestionably declined over the recent past and is now at historic low levels for the country. Throughout the 20th century, the annual U.S. marriage rate was no less than eight marriages per 1,000 people. The marriage rate also varied over the years of the past century. It declined to around eight marriages per 1,000 population at the time of the Great Depression and peaked at more than 16 marriages per 1,000 at the close of World War II. Uh, since the start of the 21st century, the U.S. marriage rate has declined from uh, from more than eight marriages per 1,000 down to six marriages per 1,000 population in 2019. That marriage rate is the lowest level since the U.S. government began keeping marriage records for the country in 1867, it says. Also, 70 years ago, a large majority of the U.S. household, about 80%, were um, made up of married couples. Okay, in 2020, the proportion of households consisting of married couples fell to 49%, it says. Okay, some of the major factors behind the long-term decline in marriage rate have been female education labor force participation women's economic independence and gender equality america america is also experiencing growing numbers of women and men living living alone as well as increasing unmarried cohabitation in addition to the 
50% of U.S. adults living alone, no less than one quarter of those aged 25 to, to 34 are living with unmarried partner as well. So everything that Kevin Samuels taught and talked about is true. Marriage in America has declined a lot. And people have just unrealistic expectations in what they want. They don't want average no more. Average don't cut it. They want above average. You have to be better than average now. So we will continue to see a decrease in marriages. People don't want to get married. In the article again, also 70 years ago, a large majority of the U.S. households, 80% were made up of married couples. In 2020, the proportion of households consisting of married couples fell to 49%, it says. And then it says this, some of the major factors behind the long-term decline in the marriage rate have been female education. You always hear females say, I'm independent. I got a, a PhD. I'm smart. Labor force. Women's economic independence. Gender equality. So, yes, we're going to have a lot, a lot of people dying alone just having a fucking pet. But people laugh when he died. But Kevin Samuels was right about a lot of things. Once again, thank you for being able to tune in to my podcast. No one watches regular news. I'm your host, Kerry Bogar. Stay tuned for the next episode.